The first reading today, taken from Exodus, explains the second greatest commandment, namely, loving one's neighbor as one loves oneself, especially the underprivileged. The chosen people of Israel should remember that once they were aliens in the land of Egypt, just as God protected them and treated them kindly, so they are to protect others and treat them with kindness. Thus, they should become a humane society rooted in the basic religious concept of loving God living in their neighbor. In the second reading, St. Paul congratulates the Thessalonians on the positive effects of their example of loving one another as Jesus has commanded them to do. Their mutual love and their loving reception of Paul and response to his preaching, he tells them, has bolstered the faith of Christians elsewhere who have heard about them. In the gospel today, Jesus combines the commandment to love God with the commandment to love one's neighbor and gives the result as the one commandment of supreme importance in Christian life. Jesus underlines the principle that we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, because as God's children, both of us bear God's image, and to honor God's image is to honor him. Everything Jesus says hangs on these. A door hangs on two hinges, but if one is out of alignment, it will not swing properly or open easily. If love of God and neighbor are out of balance, our lives will be badly aligned. Jesus is not discounting the other commandments, but emphasizing that their weight and the tradition of the prophets is borne by these two commandments that balance one another. Love for our neighbor should not be a matter of feelings, but of deeds by which we share with others the unmerited love that God lavishes on us. Our life messages in scripture this week. First, we need to love God. Loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength in response to his total love for us means that we should place God's will ahead of ours and seek the Lord's will in all things and make it paramount in our lives. There are several means by which we can express our love for God and our gratitude to him for his blessings, acknowledging our total dependence on him. We must keep God's commandments and offer daily prayers of thanksgiving, praise, and petition. We also need to read and meditate on his word in the Bible and accept his invitation to join him in the mass and other liturgical functions. Second, we need to love our neighbor. God's will is that we should love everyone, seeing him in each of them. 
since every human being is the child of God and the dwelling place of the Spirit of God, we are giving expression to our love of God by loving our neighbor as Jesus loves him or her. This means we need to help, support, encourage, forgive, and pray for everyone without discrimination based on color, race, religion, gender, age, wealth, or social status. Forgiveness, too, is vital. We love others by refusing to hold a grudge for a wrong done to us. Even a rebuke can be given as an act of love if it is done with the right heart. We also express love through encouragement and by helping others to grow, using the talents and blessings that God has given us to comfort each other, to teach each other, and to share the gospel. My brothers and sisters, love is to bind together our interiority, heart, our life source, soul, and our rationality, mind, into a dynamic and total engagement that integrates and directs the whole person toward God. Love is the way of the cross, at times suffering and painful. We as Jesus must say, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. This the way of the kingdom of God, the mark of true Christian disciples. Some thoughts to ponder this next week. What parts of yourself do you find most challenging to give to God in love? Where can I show more love and compassion to neighbor? Who do I need to forgive? They know not what they do. God bless.